This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. And we have our guy Jeff Schwartz on the show. Jeff, how you doing? I am good. You know, we got a lot of uh, sports happening. It's nice. You know, there's a little, a little tiny NFL break. I know there's a lot of some NFL new friends. We got the BAM college basketball. It's, it's kind of nice, nice little sports time right now. I like it. It's a good time. There's no offseason in the NFL. Uh, free agency is one of my favorite weeks. And I think a lot of Bengals fans and NFL fans need to know it's more than one day. Uh, a yes. lot of fans were, were freaking out a little bit. And then all of a sudden it's, uh, I want to say, Wednesday night around 10.30, NFL insiders release a report about Orlando Brown coming to the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'll be completely honest, we've talked plenty of offensive line on our podcast. And we didn't bring up Orlando Brown because I didn't think he was going to be an option for Cincinnati. It's a little wild how everything worked out. I think his agent um, called the Bengals the day yeah. that the, the, the signing happened and was like, hey, do you guys have interest? And of course, Orlando Brown come to Cincinnati. You've seen our offensive line. You're obviously familiar with the Kansas yep. City Chiefs and Orlando Brown. Tell us a little bit about Brown and, and, and what Cincinnati is gaining at left tackle. Well, I think the reason why you know it was a surprise to get him was I think everyone assumed the Chiefs were going to find a way to bring him back, no matter you know, you know whether it was franchise tag, which was taken off the table, or just get a deal done, right? I mean, you're you're the champions, you, you bring a left tackle back. Most teams don't left don't don't let those tackles walk. And then obviously they signed Taylor, and it's like, oh boy, now he's available. And his agent did, did a good job. He looked around the NFL. He saw which team could use offensive linemen. Hey, Bengals, you need offensive linemen? Like, hey, let's make it work. And look, what I think is, is most important about Brown, this is what I, why I thought the Chiefs would keep him, is he's very reliable and he, is, and he stays healthy. Those are two things I think the, the, the Bengals really are going to count on with him, right? Because the injuries have really been an issue, right? You guys added pieces last year. Those guys got hurt. Now, it's not all their faults why they're hurt, but they got hurt. And Orlando Brown doesn't get hurt. He plays every single game, every single rep. And you put him at left tackle and you say, okay, we know we have in Brown. He's there. Yeah, do we have to help him a couple times? And Sure. But we know. We know we got with him. He's reliable. We can count on him. He can block. He can do pass protection, run blocking. Again, he plays every snap. So I think the reliability and, and, and the durability are so important when you pay someone that much money. I think that was really uh, one of the main factors in wanting to bring Brown in there is that you've had so many injuries along that front. That guy doesn't get hurt. And that's very important here. When you think of, um, because some of the things I'm hearing is uh, Chiefs fans saying, oh, he's not a top 10. He's not a top 15 uh, left tackle. What do you think of that? Because you've you've mentioned it before, the offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a big pickup for them in Joe Burrow's protection. Look, is he the best left tackle in the NFL? No. Um, is he the worst? No. I mean, I think he's somewhere in the middle, right? Is he? Is he? I think he's. I'll put this like he's above average. Okay. Um, and look, do I think? I think we the sack numbers get a little skewed. Right? I mean, Joe Burrow said himself, takes a lot of sacks. Like he's Brown's going to give up a couple sacks, guys. It's going to happen that you might think are more than he should allow. Well, Joe Burrow said himself, like yeah, I kind of get sacked a lot. Like it happens, right? Pat Mahomes. Doesn't get sacked a lot. He throws the ball away very quickly. He avoids sacks a lot better than Burrow does. So did Lamar Jackson, who Brown played for as well. So the sack numbers might go up with Brown, like whatever. But I think that Brown is is in the kind of maybe that um, like tier two of left tackles. It's probably about right where I put him. Um, but you know, the Chiefs fans are you know look, they're going to be salty. They always it's just the way it works. Bengals fans are salty. Chiefs fans are salty. There's a rivalry brewing. Rivalries are great. 
great for sports, by the way. This little rivalry that's happening right now, it's awesome for football. Uh, you got two young quarterbacks. You know, go out there for hopefully 10, 12, 15 more years. This is great, great for, for the NFL. I think a lot of people have to remember, he's 26 years old, going to be 27 in yes. a few months, which is really impressive. They get him for a four-year deal. When you looked at the number, because you saw what the Chiefs offered him last offseason, and he bet on himself. And it, I don't know if I could say it really worked out for the most money for him, but he did get $31 million on Sunday from the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. What did you think about the contract? Well, I think it depends on, on what side you're on, right? So we're seeing this trend of free agency for players to take shorter deals now. And I think kind of Brown fans is that. So, you know, the, the two, the first two years are good. 20 is $21 million per year, right? Four two years, 42 million. That's great. $21 million per year. That's, but then you tack that third year on, it goes down to $16 million per year, right? So I think if you're Brown, the first years are great. And then I think you hope, hey, man, like, can we come, can we get more money, right? Like, 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 can we back to the table and get more money? Because when you get into year three, that's where a deal becomes very Bengals friendly. And even in year four, if, if, if you get to there. So year one and two, good cash flow for Brown. Year three is where the Bengals really get a, a deal. If he's playing well, he's on the same path he's on now. And let's just not, Let's say he plays the same player he is now. In year three of this deal, his number again drops to $16 million per year because he goes from making 42 over two to, four, I think, 49 over three. That's a huge win for the Bengals in year three. So, I, you know, again, like we'll see how that, that third year plays out. But I think Brown for the first two years did a really good job and the Bengals protected themselves on the back end. Yeah, that's something the Chiefs reported deal was supposed to be like six years, I think. And yeah. it makes sense for a player why the money looks great, like the hundred something million, but you don't know if you see that. So when you front load it and can extend because he's a young player, that's really nice. Um, it felt like the Chiefs, they didn't give him a lot of like true chip help, but they line up a tight end outside of him or have a running back shoot yeah. off his outside. Is that something you think that the Bengals should add to give him just a little bit of help because he's not the most athletic left tackle? Well, it really depends on your offense, right? So Kansas City, um, you know, would, would lean toward helping like Wiley a little bit more than helping Brown, right? You kind of have to choose. You really, ideally, if you want to, if you have to help both tackles, you're not going to have much of a pass game, right? Because then you lose your yeah. tight end and your running back in in the route concept, essentially. And you need to have those guys typically in your route concept. So you you kind of pick and choose. So imagine if you're paying Brown 20 million. I had an offensive line coach tell me one time who coached with the Ravens with, with Jonathan Ogden, okay? And... Uh, he had a young left guard one time in training camp who went out and helped Jonathan Ogden at left guard. He pulled the young kid and said, buddy, we pay that guy to be by himself. If you ever help him again, I'm cutting you. Okay. Like Brown is being paid to block by himself now. So if there's help to be had, you give it to the right tackle, right? Like if, yeah. that's the way it works now. Like you're paying this guy to be by himself. Now, other times you put a ton in there. Sure. Other times you might put a, have a back presence there. Absolutely. But you're paying him to be by himself. Like that's that's the that's that's what you're paying him to do, um, and that's what the Chiefs did as well. And that's why they helped out more Andrew Wiley, who at times is the lesser of the two pass protectors between him and and, and and Brown. So if you're looking at the Bengals right now, and let's say Jonah is at right tackle, and Lyle Collins is right tackle, maybe you help those guys, and you you you, know, you leave Brown by himself. I think when you you bring up Jonah Williams, when the signing happened, a lot of people thought oh, is he going to go play right tackle for Orlando Brown for one year and then move to left tackle because Jonah Williams' option was picked up for this year and he was going to play left tackle. 
everybody knows what Jonah Williams is. And I think Bengals fans are, they were pretty down on him going into this off season and Orlando Brown is an upgrade. So Orlando Brown's going to be the left tackle the next day. Jonah Williams agent puts out that he would like to be traded <laughs> to be determined on if somebody wants to pick up $12 million for Jonah and he's going to go play left tackle elsewhere, but O-line play is poor in a lot of teams. So maybe they do find somebody that they trade him to and they pick up the 12 million. What do you think of Jonah Williams? If he does stay at right tackle, how hard is that for an offensive lineman to transition? Well, it really depends. Everyone's different. Like I, I couldn't play left guard. I was good at right guard. Couldn't play left guard. Um, but I think Jonah sees what Orlando Brown did, right? Which is Orlando Brown said, I'm not playing right tackle. Uh, there's different money at right tackle, right? I mean, look at, at right tackle. I think the highest guys are getting 16, 17 a year. Like Ramcheck, Lane Johnson, even I think McGlinchey's up there now. And the highest left tackles are getting 25 a year. It's a big difference, um, you know, in, in what Laramie Tunzel just got. And there's a prestige of playing left tackle over right tackle. And Jonah Williams is in the contract season. He wants to play left tackle, the position he's most comfortable with, especially coming off an injury, right? You're coming off an injury, you want to play what you're most comfortable doing. Now they're saying, hey, go play right tackle. And by the way, Lyle's still there, right? So is there now a competition at right tackle for who, for who has that job? So I get why Jonah Williams wants to be traded. However, I, I just don't know if that's going to be an option, right? Because you look around the NFL right now, and I actually thought Orlando Brown was in a tough spot because I, I did the math. Like, look at the who needs left tackles right now. And you look down the, the line, you're like, well, they're probably not going to pay for Orlando Brown. They're not going to pay for that. Same thing with, with Jonah Williams. You're like, well, is that team really going to pay for Jonah Williams for one year? Is that team going to do it? Is that team going to do it? Is that team going to do it? Well, especially with the draft coming up, those teams might take left tackles in the first round. And then now Jonah Williams is sort of out of it options. I think he ends up playing for the Bengals this year. Um, and he probably ends up playing right tackle and just has to suck it up for a year and hope it doesn't affect his free agency um, options after the season. Because I, I just don't see a lot of teams that – are going to trade for Jonah Williams for one season, give up the, an asset for that um, when they could go and draft a left tackle for, you know, for, for cheaper, essentially. Well, while we have you on here, I'm going to bring up the other offensive line pieces because you're our other O-line guru. Yeah. You get Alex Cap out there, who I felt like had a really good year. It was really unfortunate that he had his injury so late in the season. Cordell Volson is going to go into year two. He was probably – the worst out of all of it, if you're not if you're not including the right tackle position, because Lyle Collins just really never felt fully healthy from his back injury. And then he was obviously injured in December. You add Orlando Brown out there, Jonah Williams, if he is right tackle. And then you have Ted Karras at center. How do you feel about this offensive line for Joe Burrow? If it stays healthy, it's really good, right? And I think the the, the team did a good job of figuring out, you know, halfway through the season about what was the best run scheme for this offensive line. What was the best way to use them in pass protection? Um, and it kind of all gelled together. Now, again, look, I think I, I don't like that Joe wants to hold the ball a little bit longer than I think at times he should. I mean, it's just like from an offensive line perspective, I get his mindset with that. I, I would always defer to taking less hits if I was a quarterback. Like, I, I know you're trying to make some of the – but I thought too, like I really thought when, um, when Jamar Chase got hurt this year, I really felt that – the offense changed and, and Joe started using his running backs as an outlet to get the ball out quicker. It was a very noticeable, the, the first game, the Bengals struggle was the Browns game, right? I think it was the Browns game yeah. um, where they really struggled. And then after that, like I felt Joe just kind of got better, like avoiding taking hits and getting the ball out quickly. Like let's get out. Let's like, let's let me find my guy who it's a back seven yards. Great. It's a back 10 yards. Great. Like, like I don't need to make that big play anymore. And I felt that that shift, especially in the, that shift, the run game shift, 
not needing explosive plays so much. So I think they're figuring out a way now to kind of reduce those hits on him with this better offensive line. I think it's all going to kind of come together now in, in the right package that you want to see it. So I'm looking forward to seeing this offense roll. Again, it's going to be a lot of fun, the AFC. I mean, it's it's a very top-heavy conference with a lot of great quarterbacks, a lot of great offenses. It might come down to who has the better defense, right? I mean, who has a serviceable defense might end up winning this conference. Yeah, that run scheme change. I mean, how hard is it to rep something all offseason is one thing and then just change it around the bye week? I mean, that feels well, really difficult. It, it, well, yes and no, because you, you do practice a little bit of everything in training camp. So there is there is some familiarity with it. But I think it's in, I think this is a sign of really good coaching because what you want to do with the bye week, and I would imagine the Bengals did this, and not, not every team I played for did this, is, is you you get a you get the analytics department, they print out, okay, when we run duo, we're this successful. We run this play, we're this successful. And you give it to your offensive line coach. And you say, here, buddy, here's what we're good at. And you look at it, you're like, oh, okay, well, we're, we're crappy. That play, let's not run them. I mean, Kansas City, um, when I was with the, the Chiefs, they were the best at this that I recall when I played. Our offensive line coach loved to run power. It was his favorite play. We sucked at power. Halfway through the season, he just threw it out. It was 13% successful. He's like, we suck at this. Throw it out. Like, my pride, I don't care. Get rid of it. It stinks. We're not good at it. And so run what you're good at. And, and, and if the Bengals offensive line is more comfortable running plays that are forward, straight ahead, vertical plays instead of the sideways zone stuff, then run what they're good at and figure it out from there. And so I think it's a sign of good coaching that you look at what you're good at, what you're bad at, and you just say, let's just run what we're good at. Of course, there's you need some wrinkles every now and then. You can't run the same stuff over and over again. But the guys, I think, appreciate Okay, let's run the, the things that I excel at. I excel at, at double vertical double teams. Let's let's just do that. So I think the, the guys actually uh, like um, being able to just run what they're good at. Bengals Chiefs Thursday night football to open the season. No, I think no chance. Um, <laughs> I that because here's why: one, they typically want that to be a win for the home team in a lot of those games. If you look at like the opponents in the past. Um, but two, no chance CBS lets that game get away from them. That's that's more than anything else. Like there's see you, you, the networks get to protect games, and there's not a chance in hell CBS lets that game go to any other network than than theirs. Like that's going to be December again. I imagine it'll be a four twenty five. Uh, where's it at? Is it? At, it's in Kansas City this year, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, it's in Kansas City this year. Um, so that I, it'd be the I, I bet it's the same weekend, like first week in December. It's going to be that first week in December. 425 Romo and Nance on CBS. Yeah, that's so. a smart thing to do if you're CBS. You want to lock that yes. up for so December seating purposes, what you have going on. But yeah, I absolutely, I don't want it to kick off the season. I, I don't want it either. On. I, I, I want, like, I, I think it, it deserves to be later in the season when, it, yeah, guys might be beat up. You might not get full rosters, but it, like, it feels, it, it feels like more important in December, right? It just feels like it's, it's darker outside. Like, it's just like, it's little, the, the winter weather. Like It just feels more important than September. Plus, I think it's not unfair to the Bengals, but to be there for the banner raising, like, it just, it, it's not, yeah, like, it's it's just to me, like, you don't have the Bengals there for that game. Um, you, you give the Chiefs a team they can beat and you move it along. 
Yeah, Jeff Schwartz. We're going to have you join us again because okay. he wants to talk about the Bengals' offensive line, and I'm sure we're going <laughs> to want to do a midseason assessment of Orlando Brown left tackle. But um, as always, you are a fun follow on Twitter. Where can fans follow you? Yeah, at Jeff Schwartz. It's Jeff with a G. Uh, post all my stuff there. Um, I, I stopped arguing so much with people. It's just like it's just not worth my time anymore. I used to argue a lot, but I, I still put out a lot of good content anyway. So um, it's it's a lot of fun. Hope you follow me. I try to make everyone smarter, and I hate all your teams too. So it makes it all, it makes it it makes it good. Oh, I've I heard that the, many of times from Bengals fans. Jeff Schwartz doesn't like the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't. But- yeah, I hate I hate everyone. So I hate everyone equally, though. At least love the spoon videos. Hope we get. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. When I post like positive Bengals content, no one seems to 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 comment that at me anymore it's weird how that works right it, it definitely is make sure you're following along we're gonna have mon again this season a great nfl follow but thank you so much for joining us on it's always game day in cincinnati okay guys thank you